You're listening to the Embrace Fertility podcast. My name's Naomi Wolfson. I'm a fertility specialist and Embrace Fertility offers inspiration, support and community to those trying to conceive. It's already been decided. You've already decided that you want to be a mum. That's it. Decision made. And for some... Infertility will then be the, oh well, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. But I imagine for you, if you're listening to my podcast, that isn't the case. You know that you want to be a mother. And the idea of not being a mother is so wrong. It just feels, the idea of it never happening is what makes your blood just freeze is what makes your body go into panic it what is what makes you just go oh oh, god because the idea of it never happening just repels and disgusts you it's just so wrong it's awful and that's what you're dealing with and so the people out there who are trying to convince you that well you can be happy without a baby and you can be fulfilled and you can have this amazing life actually instead of making you feel better instead of making you feel like oh well yes of course I don't need to have a baby just actually make you feel awful because you're like shit shit like some people don't end up with their baby ah god what if that's me that's how I felt. I literally see posts from people going like, it's okay, we're child-free and our life's amazing. And I'd be like, Ugh. I'd literally want to vomit. And I've realised now that it wasn't just the fact that the idea of having not having kids made me incredibly stressed. It was because like my, my body and soul were literally shouting at me and saying... No, don't even consider this possibility because it is not for you. It's so far from the life you want. Don't even waste your time thinking about it. Don't even go there. Do you see how different that is to seeing it and thinking, oh God, shit, what if that has to be me? What if I don't have a choice? What if I'm one of those people who ends up childless but not through choice? Shit. And that feeling awful... What if the reason why it felt so awful is because deep inside you there is this knowing that you are meant to be a mother. And so you spending any time worrying about not being a mother is a complete waste of your time and energy. Do you see how different that is? That it's literally your body going, no, stop it, stop going there, stop looking in that direction, you're looking in the wrong direction. The direction you should be looking in is, I know, you know, I want to be a mother, I know I am going to be a mother. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know how long it's going to take, I don't know what form that is going to take, but inside of me, I know I have so much love to give to a child or children because obviously some of you listening may already have one or two children and you're actually trying for number two or three and that desire that need to 
love and cherish and nurture and nourish another tiny human is innate. It is a natural desire within ourselves. And when we're denying that, when we are freaking ourselves out and playing the what-if-never game, which we all do, and it hurts us so, so much, and that is what causes the anxiety, that is what causes the depression in the majority of cases. So in some cases, it's literally the you know, the, the pressure of doing treatment or the, the pressure on the relationship or the financial strain or if there is some other element. But for the vast majority of you, the thing that is keeping you up at night, the thing that is slowly killing you bit by bit is the thought, what if it never happens? What if I never get to be a mum? And I'm here to tell you, if you can take that thought that what if never and every single time it pops into your head go no thanks thank you but no thank you but no every single time you train yourself out of that thinking it is habit to think that way we are human we are set up and designed to always imagine the worst case scenario because our subconscious mind is trying to keep us safe so it goes oh i don't want it to get hurt oh i don't want it to get hopes up oh like just you know lower your expectations like you know it might happen but it might not love it might love like oh shh, 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 shh. okay okay don't you know don't hold your breath don't get your hopes up because it doesn't want you to get hurt So I had a session with a client yesterday, and this is what we were talking about, the fact that she is, part of her is like, oh my god, this could be it, this could be it, like, I could be pregnant right now, this is amazing, this is like, oh my god, and then a bigger part of her was like, oh, no, 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 don't get your hopes up, like, manage your expectations, And anyone that tells you to manage your expectations is basically going, yeah, don't be excited about it. It's probably not going to happen. Like, manage your expectations is such, like, it's just putting a wet towel over something, isn't it? It's like, And so we were talking about, we basically got these two parts of her to have a conversation. The beauty of cognitive hypnotherapy is we're never just talking. We're never just having a conversation we are having a powerful conversation that changes the neural pathways that reprograms your subconscious mind that gets you to question your conscious thinking that gets you to physically change how you feel in your body by playing with your thoughts and electing different chemical reactions in your body that we see as emotions so exciting So I was like, well, let's get these two parts of you. So, and you can do this at home. So just imagine, sit down in a quiet place where you've got about 20 minutes to yourself. Just sit down and put your hands on your lap with your palms facing upwards. And just imagine the two conflicting parts of you could just come out and sit on your hands and be like a little character. And it might be like a little sort of cartoon character or it might be a younger version of yourself or a little, you know, blob of something. And whatever, you know, whatever comes out, whatever you have in your mind, just go with it. So these two conflicting parts may be the part of you that is like, oh my God, like I just, there's something in me that I just know I'm meant to be a mother. And like, 
oh, and that's so exciting and amazing. But, you know, it hasn't worked so far. It hasn't worked for me being really excited about it. Nothing's happened. So there's this other part of you that is like, don't get your hopes up. You know, I don't want you to get hurt. Like, you know, don't believe it until you see it. That's basically it, isn't it? It's like, don't believe it until you see it. And pregnancy doesn't work like that because you will be pregnant for a full two weeks before you can find out. Or, t- you know, 10 days are the absolute minimum until your body has enough of those hormones in its bloodstream or its wee for you to be able to test and see you're pregnant. So for a full 10 days, two weeks, you will be pregnant yet could still be wearing that label of calling yourself infertile because you don't know that you're pregnant. But the second you are pregnant, you're not infertile anymore. You're now pregnant. You can't be like an infertile person who's pregnant. Infertility just ends when you're pregnant. And so it's this beautiful, like, believing that we could be now, you could be pregnant. Allow yourself to believe that, but in a very light and beautiful way of, wow, like this could be it with your hands wide open and open and receiving rather than this has to be it or do you see the difference? It's all about allowing and receiving and welcoming in with the full knowledge that if it isn't this month, if it isn't this cycle, if it isn't this way, it will be a different way at a different time. And this is the place that I got to. I let go of the what if never story. And I was like, I know I'm meant to be a mum. I'm not going to allow infertility to steal that from me. I'm just not allowing it to. I am going to hold on to the faith that I will be a mother somehow, someday. And then instead of every month it being, it has to be now, it has to be this way, be that natural trying or through treatment cycles, it was, it's going to happen. I just have to wait and allow for it to happen. And it's such a different space. Because instead of you holding on and grasping the like, it has to be now, it has to to happen. You're like... If it hasn't happened that month, it's okay. It can be at a later time. So my hypnosis MP3s, my client was saying she loves the fact that in the MP3s, the IVF cycle MP3 and the natural one, it's two sets, depending on on what you're going through. It's the fact that the wording is all about allowing and not demanding that it has to be now, but this allowing that it can be now which is so, so different and so, so powerful. So she was finding listening to one of the MP3s really triggering on days where she wasn't in this space of allowing, when she was in this space of demanding and this cycle has to work, it has to be this time. She couldn't listen to the MP3 that was all about the embryo bedding down in your womb. It was about imagining creating this gorgeous nest in your womb and you know, giving suggestions like you could add fairy lights, you could, you know, plump up the lining of your womb and make it so cosy and make it this beautiful space for your embryo to come and nest in. On days when she was in the demanding and like, ah, she couldn't listen to those because it was too triggering. 
But on the days when she was like allowing and yes, like this, this could be it. This could be it, couldn't it? Listening to those MP3s felt amazing and exciting and made her feel really good. And like I say with any of this work, if you're doing something and it's making you feel good, amazing, keep doing it. And if you're doing something that's making you feel shit, stop doing it, do something else. And it's about being really aware of, you know, if imagining having a baby is making you feel really bad, think about something else. It's not saying that you don't want it and you don't want it to happen as soon as possible, but just in that moment, it's too triggering, it's too much. So take a break, do something different. So my tips for you, yes, so take a look about the exercise. So you imagine these two parts of you, conflicting parts of you on your hands. And just go through and ask each part, what is your intention? What is your purpose? (laughs) And the purpose of your worry, for example, will probably be, you keep going things like, what's the purpose? What is the purpose of worry? Well, you know, it keeps me grounded, it keeps me safe, and it keeps me, you know, it keeps my head out of the clouds. And it's so purpose. You keep asking, what is the purpose of that? What is the purpose of that? And the highest purpose will always be either to keep you safe or to get you happy. No matter what the thing is, it will be keep you safe, keep you happy. So then you ask the conflicting part of you, what its purpose is, and go all the way up, and you'll find it will be something along the lines of to keep you safe, to keep you happy. So then you ask these two parts, what can you respect about the other part? What can you like or respect? So worry may actually really respect the part of happiness that is so carefree that does just allow herself to be excited and to to feel what it felt when you first decided to be a parent and how amazing that decision was. And then happiness may be able to respect the part of worry that is, you know, keeping her grounded, keeping her making decisions that are moving her towards her future. And then you ask these two parts, how could you work together? How could you come together and be stronger? Because generally, their conflicting point of views mean that it's really hard for you to live in your head because you're like, I want to be really excited, but I don't want to get hurt. I want to be, oh, but I want to believe, but oh, but I can't. And so you've constantly got this internal struggle. But if you could allow these two parts to come together and work together. So my client yesterday saw her worry as this like splodge of does worry and he was so sad and and she said oh it's like he's in the wrong job like he can't cope with the fact that I'm so excited and giddy and you know want to do these amazing things and he's so worried and so she turned him into like gravity moon boots that her happiness and excitement could wear to keep her grounded but not she didn't have to wear them all the time she didn't need to be on the ground with worry all the time she could fly and she could do her thing but she had these amazing moon boots that were there when she needed them and the beauty of metaphors and stories like this speak to your subconscious mind and are so so powerful 
So instead of it just being a conversation about, I feel really worried, I'm on my two-week wait, like, what am I going to do about that? We're changing your neural pathways. We're reprogramming your mind to go, it's okay to have this concern, to have this, I want to keep you safe, but not if it's not allowing you to experience the joy in life. Because so many times we say we want to be realistic. What we're actually saying is, I just want to allow myself to be really fucking pessimistic. Because realistic, to so many of us, is basically goes, probably never going to happen, probably never going to go happen. But it does happen, of course it happens. The world is populated. The majority of people going through infertility get pregnant. That's what happens. For the most people, they will get pregnant. It just takes you know can just take a hell of a lot longer than you want it to take but it does happen and we can get into the pattern of feeling like it's not going to happen but allow yourself to know that it it does like for me 46 times I tried to get pregnant 46 times and on the 46th try I got pregnant naturally and so all the times before where it hadn't happened had no bearing on the time that it did happen. But the change in me before that happened, that was what was so exciting. That it was this place of, yeah, I really want it to happen, but like it doesn't have to be this second. I wasn't resisting it. I wasn't pushing it away in any way. I was just, it's going to happen when it's going to happen. And to get to that point, it, and this took me years to get to this point. I'm not saying I magically just woke up and had this realization. For me, it was literally practicing the mind-body techniques that I now share religiously, making them part of who I was. So I understood my thinking. I understood my worry. I understood what was going on in my head. So when I had the worrying thoughts, I had the anxiety, I knew what to do with it rather than allowing it to control me. If this sounds exciting to you, if you want to find out more about this, if you would like to do this technique in person rather than just... It's quite different when you do stuff with a therapist because I'm obviously asking you questions that you would never think to ask yourself, which brings stuff up. Then give me a shout. The doors of the Embrace Fertility Method are open again. And with the course, I offer one-to-one coaching with me so we can do techniques like this that can just be so fun as well as being so so powerful therapy doesn't have to be you know getting onto zoom and bringing your box of tissues it can be fun it can be a laugh and that in itself is so powerful as well when you've been feeling really down and you're looking forward to having a session and a space for you to be excited about these things where maybe everyone around you is holding their breath and not wanting you to get too excited just in case just in case you fall don't try and fly but darling what if you did fly that's the phrase isn't it what if i fall but yes darling what if you fly what if you fly